once more to After the Movie. My name is Erica. Across from me is all, as always, is Bob. Yo. And then we went a little different today. We brought in our Guillermo del Toro expert, even though this is not a Guillermo del Toro movie. Tangentially related, though. And you goddamn right we're going to talk about that. Mr. Jack is here to join Hello. us. What a fucking stink fest. <laughs> <laughs> we watched the uh, remake of uh, Hellboy. What a waste of David Harbour. What a waste of space. The entire thing. I, I feel like I could have gotten another two hours of Fire Emblem, the three houses under my belt. I could have been playing Bioshock. We could have watched Pacific fucking Rim <gasps> is what we could have done. We could have watched Into the Spider-Verse. We could have. There are so many things. All superior, <laughs> all superior options. We could have been three quarters of the way to Salt Lake City. We could have watched the It's Always Sunny premiere. Uh, Season 14 started tonight. We, we could probably have. could have watched The Challenge. Yeah. We could have watched a couple episodes of Bon Appetit with Claire. Sure. If you just did Hot Pockets. Yeah, I know. Hot I, pot, I got about three quarters of the way through it, and then I got a kid screaming at me again. All right. So, I, it's kind of a hard one. Not necessarily a hard one to tackle, but, um, well, well, let's start at the beginning. Here, that's a very good place to start. Um, the best part? Indeed. Uh, of this movie, for yes. sure. Because I turned to Bob, and I was like, Bob, this could be fun bad. This could be fun bad. Well, the the opening scene, first of all, we're we're opening with King Arthur. You're throwing King Arthur at me already. Like... Which is problematic to begin with. Yes, because that just throws me back to Transformers, The Last Night. Which is one of my favorite movie-going experiences. And it's like... Mostly just for the look on Bob's face the entire time. Mother of God, what are we doing? But there were, like, these pockets of, like, ooh, this could be so cheesy. Well, because we were going for it with the the guts and the gore. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I appreciated more in that first scene, and then as we went, I was like, this is in service of nothing, so what's the fucking point? Yeah. A word sprang to mind as we, the more we moved on with the swearing and the, and the, uh, 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 the gore, and it was just childish. Yeah. Like, how many times did they say fuck in this movie, and it just felt so... Tacked on. Yeah, every time. Um, all the headshots where they made extra blood everywhere. It's just gushing every place. Mm-hmm. Well, and that whole fight with the trolls yeah. was just like... Absolutely. The best part of it was the muse playing, which didn't make any sense, but, like, fine. Oh, I got some words for the music situation, but continue, sorry. But, well, and this one's a little harder because it, the original from, is it 04 or 05? Something like that. Early aughts. Yeah. They did, uh, Guillermo del Toro did uh, Hellboy, and then they did uh, Hellboy 2, The Golden Army. Which is the superior film. Yes. Because they let Guillermo Guillermo in that second one. Yeah. I know, Jack, you saw the first one and it I didn't really did. grab you. It, and it was also earlier on in my cinematic days, so I definitely didn't have much of a taste in movies. I was loving the Transformers stuff, so let's... Happens to the best of yeah, us, friend. I mean, come on. You should watch Golden Army, though. Um, it is a, It's a very good film. I enjoy it the hell out of it, yes. Um, and it, it you don't... You can't help but compare it to Guillermo. Um, it's really it's not, not fair to. No. Just because, and we've talked about him endlessly on this show. The man thinks through his movies in a way that this clearly was not at all. There's like no richness to the scene. But let's let's not let's not go on another Guillermo del Toro uh, suck fest as we as we often do on these. But I, I think I think they're you know the the comparison is valid because it, it, how many how many times as you're going through this as we were watching a movie did you think did it just make you think of how much better Del Toro did it you or know? how he could have done better with what they had I mean that's the worst part for me is yeah. watching this and seeing all of the rough edges that could have made this movie better. Yeah. And between that and the acting, honestly, the acting was the strongest part for me. 
mean, mm-hmm. these people actually gave a shit about what they were doing. It's the writing around it, the editing, as you guys mentioned multiple times to this, that mm-hmm. it's it, it. There were several times you could actually tell whenever the actors realized, well, this is a throwaway line, and they acted that because they realized it. Oh, David Harbour was going for it. Yeah. Which I appreciate it. I I could understand, like, as an actor being so frustrated because I'm sure as they're shooting it, they felt really good about it. Mm -hmm. And then you see the the final product that's up on screen and you got to be like, oh, fuck. (laughs) Better call the duffers back. I mean, come on. At the end of the movie, he's literally holding on to Mila Jovovich's head and he goes, yeah, get to head you know what this movie was born after um deadpool did so well and there is definitely a lot of it wants to be deadpool in there and i don't know that i would go that far i think that you're seeing the influence of oh this needs to be our that's why deadpool was successful because Deadpool was R. I think that's fair. Yeah. And specifically because they try to go in with all the extra F-bombs. They try to throw an extra splatter of blood where it didn't matter. It lacked the charm yes. that yeah. your, your Deadpool had. Well, and David Harbour's delivery is way different than Ryan Reynolds. Yes. And whenever you're trying to make a character be a little more edgy and make those types of jokes, you need to establish that early. And they didn't well why also why did they make david harbour do like a weird voice through the whole thing that's probably just the prosthesis it's so annoying you've got so much shit on your face yeah multiple times you look at his lips he couldn't really move and then you see all the teeth and it's just a nightmare i mean the fact they could speak at all is actually pretty (laughs) impressive well there are definitely certain parts where he was clearer than others Mm -hmm. So I wonder if there was uh, some ADR going on. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that there was. But, um, I mean, even in the original with uh, uh, Mr. Perlman, you had a little of that too. Though I feel like he was kind of craggy enough that you didn't have quite as much of the prosthesis on there. But he's also very used to that. Well, And you also have Ron Perlman being very growly anyways. And he's got that you know, broken jaw type look right. to him. Right. So you expect it. Exactly. But the biggest cardinal sin here, I think, is just and we've talked about this ad nauseum with uh the bad movies that we've talked about. Just too much shit going on. Yeah. Way too much shit. They're trying to cram like way too much stuff. Like that what was it, the Osiris Club at the beginning? It was like, why did we need that at all? You didn't need that. That no. that led to nothing, you know. Yeah, it, it that was that was probably the most pointless addition to the movie. I I would say the Baba Yaga stuff is pretty pointless. Yeah, it was, but at least it it tied in a li- well because oh. it, it started with the Baba Yaga, you know, kicked off all of this for some reason, um, and so okay, that's fine, but. You know, you could have kicked that off in other ways. Instead, you added needless complication. And the Osiris Club in particular, the only thing they did was give you a lore drop of his origin, where Hellboy came from. And I could have really done without that in this movie. I really feel like they should have just... Hellboy's just just a thing. He's just a guy. Mm -hmm. Let's go. The big problem ends up being is it creates this clash of what we've seen so far in the movie with uh ian mcshane i got the name right yep uh his character they show him as actually being a caring dad and engaged he's helping his son shave uh uh and then all of a sudden you know not only do you have that you have the fact that he is supposed to be killing his kid that he adopts and the other portion of it is the fact that his uh, david harbour immediately goes into this conversation of how much of a pain in the ass and how big of a jerk his father was through his entire life. And the only scene we have with Ian McShane is him being a good guy. Right, right. You can't write one thing and show me another. That doesn't, it's, it just doesn't line up at all. I I was completely confused as to, okay, 
I've got a character complaining about his dad all the time, and but you've characterized him as a caring person who is trying to straighten out the world and save his kid. Well, and ultimately, after he's summoned from hell in that flashback, he doesn't kill you. Yeah. He takes you in. So e- even that initial act of kindness is just like, that doesn't quite equal what, I, what, what I'm seeing here. It doesn't jive. At all. No. And I really, really don't think they should have shown... I don't know what you remember. I, mean, I, I don't mean to keep going back to that first okay. movie. I don't remember what you remember of it. But that first movie, Rasputin is the bad guy. That whole origin is very, like, key and important to everything. Yeah. And here it was just... Okay, well, that was five minutes we could have shaved off this. Like, what did we need that for? There was... Well, you needed to know that his past is complicated. See, but it's not. That's the thing. Because he's also a descendant of King Arthur. That was an amazing reveal. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, it's King Arthur shenanigans. Really, we we should have all seen that coming. (laughs) But it's just like, oh, my. Like, what? And demon sex. Well, I mean, you need demon sex. That's very important. Mm-hmm. It's key. But just like, I'm sorry. What? We, why and for whom? And I don't remember if that's in the comics. I haven't read all of Hellboy. I've read a decent chunk, but so it's entirely possible that that is part of the canon, but... <laughs> okay... But then if that was, that should have been the more central focus then. Yes. Have it more be about more Arthur, uh, 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 Arthurian lore. You've got all this other shit that you're throwing in here, and you're just overloading your movie, and I don't, I don't know which way is up now. You know, and I don't care because you've thrown way too much shit at me. Well, and then you've got, you know, the the warthog monster. Uh, the changeling changeling um who reminded he he came off a lot to me in this movie like black manta comes off in aquaman as kind of this side thing that's right, like i'm it, just here for the sequel guys yeah that there's no way he's actually going to be a real threat but <laughs> though black manta doesn't get exploded no it's true that's fair i i did appreciate how she had to shrink him down first before she exploded <laughs> him you know, somebody animated that, Bob. And it looked pretty good. I didn't think that some of the CG in this, during the troll fight especially, was terrible. But then other parts of it, you could tell where they really threw their money. And it was mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, well, that's pretty solid. I was getting some whiffs of uprising in that troll fight. <laughs> oh, yes. Very much so. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. And let it be known, you brought it up. <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> I'm going to restrain myself. You brought it up. How have we not had a Charlie Day Arthurian legend movie yet? Why would you say that to me? <laughs> <laughs> Legitimately, why would you say that to me? You know he's got to. He's got. Now a- I have to scour the landscape of the fucking internet to find some motherfucking Newman fucking like Arthurian shit. Thanks, Bob. He's really a descendant. He's Merlin's descendant. That's the way it works. Ooh, okay. He's in the sequel to this movie. He's Merlin's descendant, and then uh, Gottlieb is Arthur's descendant. Hey, I'm here for it. <laughs> Galahad. So we got to. We got to. We got to bring it all to the table. <laughs> no, it's out there. There's no way it's not. I definitely is. As a side note, the the fanfic community for Pacific Rim yes. is alarmingly large. It's fucking rad, thank you. <laughs> Pretty small now, I will say. It has shrunk. Expecting a little bit more of a bump once the uh, anime comes back out, where we're all just going to be very disappointed where it's not doing what we want it to do. But we'll be all right. We'll be okay. 
You got to be the fanfic you want to see in the world, Bob. Hellboy. But Hellboy. <laughs> Hellboy. <laughs> oh, Hellboy. I'm just sitting here thinking about freckles. Go ahead, get the conversation back online. <laughs> so the editing in this movie, <sighs> I heard it multiple times throughout, was just egregiously bad. When he's walking up to the Baba Yaga house, he's walking, and then there's a cut, and he's still walking up to the door. Hmm. And it's like, what? Yeah. What? There's And there's another cut. In um, when they're driving back up to the Osir- Osiris Club, and um, there you see the car driving, and then it, you see them in the back. Then you see the car driving, and then you see the cut back into the car, and it immediately it cuts straight into um, what was her name? Um, Alice. Alice. Um, ooh, there's crossover right there. There, see, yep. Um, <laughs> to Alice, like being in pain, and it, it's just such a jarring cut. It makes no sense. What's up over there? Nothing. Oh. Nothing's up. Oh, see, you've got that cut, and it seems like they do that with the actress that plays Alice a lot because I yeah. noticed multiple times that they try to keep her face on screen even whenever she had nothing to add to the scene. Ah, Roman Reigns syndrome. <laughs> I don't know if you guys saw Hobbs and Shaw. Yes. One of the funniest things in that movie is at the very, very end where they've got... Roman Reigns is a wrestler from WWE. They've got... It's a shot and then reverse shot to show Statham and The Rock are talking to each other. They've got Statham and Roman Reigns is over his left shoulder. Mm -hmm. Then they cut to The Rock and Roman Reigns is over his left shoulder. (laughs) And it's just like... It's impressive. Fucking hysterical! I think that's the hardest I laughed in that fucking movie. But um, I digress. But yeah, and like, uh, there's so many plot cul-de-sacs in this movie. Like, I what what was like the stuff the the changeling thing? I understand it ended up being warthog dude. Yeah, like Rocksteady. Like that's great. But I didn't need that. We didn't need that at all. I mean, and it it, that portion of the story made no fucking sense. Okay. (laughs) Because he comes in, he replaces Alice trying to find a family. That That's the touching part. He's supposed to be trying to find a family. They abduct her. And Hellboy comes in, catches him in the act, screams at him, threatens him, and then all of a sudden the baby shows up like three hours later. Uh, it, what? What an exciting adventure. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> it, they literally show him reading a fucking book waiting for him to show back up with the baby. A Lewis Carroll book. Through yes, the looking glass. Of course. Ooh. Ooh. Because it's Alice. That's where she got the name. Hey, this is uh, making me think of something. Oh, no. Can we get a Resident Evil episode of Sunny? I mean, tweet at them, man. <laughs> <laughs> They're doing a Nor episode this season, so. <laughs> I got to get the season pass for that. Takes way too long to get on Hulu. You get Mila to do it. She did this. She seemed to be having a good time, though. Yeah. I mean, uh, by all accounts, it looked like the actors enjoyed it. Yeah. I mean, every single one of them seemed to be engaged. Yeah. It's not what you get in most of these throwaway films. Yeah. Well, I don't think they thought this was a throwaway. They're setting up... You've got fucking two stingers at the end of this shit. They were thinking franchise. Somebody was thinking franchise. I don't think all of them were bought into that. (laughs) I I mean... Harbor spent most of the film with the shirt off, so he definitely bought into the idea that he's going to build this up. Are you caught up on Stranger Things? Yes. Okay. My working theory is, did that, had that ending, won't spoil it here, you know, whatever, maybe spoilers, and then he goes, (laughs) does this, sees how it does, and he's like, oh, uh, yeah. Can uh, we, we rework that a little? Can I? Make sure I have a chance. Right. Make Just a chance is all I'm asking, yeah. guys. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, and that was the thing. I think he did Hellboy first and then went back and did Stranger Things. So he went and did the, is it the reverse Christian Bale? 
No, well, it is the Christian Bale because Bale did uh, Batman and then did Dick Cheney. Okay. Oh, Vice. Yes. Yeah. So he Vice went was a while for, after yeah. Batman, though. Yeah, he had more time than Harbor did. Harbor got big quick. <laughs> you know, he went from like. 300 pounds of muscle to 320 pounds of not muscle. To be fair, Jack, that's not that hard to do. It's not, but it's just the fact that he definitely put on the dad bod for uh, for Stranger Things. I personally prefer that look. I mean, nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying that that's the direction he had to go. I mean, that's brutal on those actors, too. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah. It's amazing Christian Bale is still alive. I mean, was he did the... Or was it the... Uh, machinist. The Machinist. And he was that the was 90. between Batman yeah. movies. So he gets all buff for Batman. Yep. And then he's like, oh, I'm just going to stop eating so I can get down to 90 pounds. 90 pounds is what. And then, oh, shit. Yeah, I got another Batman coming up. Now I got, I just got to beef, beef, beef up again. Yeah, he went from, what was it? It was 230 down to 90, then back up to 220 for the, or for the second one. It's like, uh, your yeah. body, please. Your heart. Nah. He doesn't care. Yeah. He. He, uh, his upper lip sticks out, and it's stuck like this. So Still strong enough to wail on his mom and his sisters. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> oh, oh good for you! You're standing in my fucking lights, man! We've had, like, endless conversations. Like, uh, Alex brought it up a few weeks ago, and we've been talking about it endlessly. It's the greatest thing ever. Oh, God. But Hellboy. 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 Um... Yeah, so wait, what's weird about what's weird about the writing is we definitely we, we we did bag on the writing a bit. What I wonder is though how bad I, I would be interested to see the original script because part of me is wondering how much of this was fucked by editing and ADR. Um, well, you could tell there up. were a lot of moments. Where they added stuff to try and make it yeah. funnier, you know? More hip. Yes. Because I feel Failing like... Failing miserably. Because I feel like in movies where the writing is just straight bad, the actors kind of aren't into it because they know the writing's bad. Depending. Sometimes you lean it. Or you bring in your own uh, writers, <laughs> like Mr. Rickman did for Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Will you do our movie? No. We 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 do our movie? Yeah, I'll do your movie, but I'm bringing my own people in, and I don't want any fucking direction from you. And Mr. Costner better not speak to me. Thank you. Cut your heart out with a spoon, Luxley. Why a spoon, cousin? On an axe or a sword? It's dull, you twit. It'll hurt more. Man, I was getting into an argument last weekend, two weekends ago, about uh, about who was the best actor in uh, Die Hard. Alan Rickman. Yeah, and that was my statement. And the response I got back from the room was, or from one of the people in the room was, uh, no, Bruce Willis was in that. He was really, really good. I'm like... Uh, I need you to go back and watch uh, that movie. Give again, me a friend. minute, okay? You, you need to go back because we got into the argument of whether it was whether Die Hard was a Christmas movie or not. You know, I mean, it and, is. And it is. The, the statement was, "Well, Bruce Willis says it was," and I said, "Bruce Willis doesn't know shit." <laughs> <laughs> I said, "It's not even his fucking movie," and that's where the conversation came back to who or whose movie it was. It's like, yes, Bruce Willis is the or the protagonist for it, but whose movie it is is Mr. Alan Rickman. Correct. Okay, sorry. I digress. Hellboy. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I got a little fired up because it, it, we lost a great actor. The that fact was, that uh, we are robbed of old man Rickman makes me very, yeah. very oh, sad. Man. That was a series of like deaths. What was Lemmy? Yep. Then you had Bowie. Yep. And then you had Rickman later that week. Yep, and it was just like just take away, just take away everybody, universe. Take away my happiness. That's great. Yeah, Bob's never seen Labyrinth. We have it on 4K. That's two of us then. Oh, we should have watched oh. that tonight then, apparently, because that would have been way better. Evidently, than this. there's a very prominent crotch in Labyrinth. Yeah. Oh, that was most young people's sexual awakening. Like I told you, you start hearing space oddity when you see it. And you'll know when you see it. Because it's just like... It's, it's outstanding. So, it's legendary. Is there 
any confirmation whether that was legit or whether that was packed. Pretty sure it's his legit dick. Hmm. Just from the way it, it appears. And we'll, we can watch it in glorious 4K. Right. So we'll see. That's <laughs> <laughs> one of those movies, though, I saw when I was like 11 or 12, hence the like... But it, so I, I'm interested to see what two 35-year-old men uh, uh, have to say about it, seeing it for the first time. That's one of those movies like, this is in 4K? Why not? No, yeah. I think the one the one you bought the other day was, this is in 4K? Oh, yes. We were at, I was at Best Buy. And he was looking at... I like how we're just like, yeah, we were going to talk about Hellboy, but fuck that stupid movie. It was terrible. <laughs> I mean, we can get back into bagging on it in a minute. Continue. So (laughs) he's standing at the checkout line and he kind of glances over. This is at least how he told the story. And he sees it. And it's, what was it, like 15 bucks? Yeah. And he brought it up to the cashier and he's like, I I need this too. And they were like, no, this is actually 30. And he's like, it says 15 over there. So got it for 15. The Kevin Costner classic. Jesus. Waterworld. Jack, I love that stupid movie. It's so fucking bad. You're one of the few people on the planet that does. Oh, I know, but oh, it's tasty. Oh, it's so good. I love it. I adore it. It's so bad. Oh, it's so bad. It's fun bad, though. Oh, yes, it, it is. It gets to that point. And oh, this movie, there. at the beginning, had the or had the premise, I had the hit, setup. I was hitting Bob. I'm like, I think we're going fun bad. We're yeah. rid- this is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, I could have watched an entire movie of fun bad. After and the first 15 minutes, I'm starting to look up on IMDb. Who wrote this shit? Why am I Who watching can I this? Blame shit? for this. how long? <laughs> how long will this actually take out of my life? I'm checking on my wife, trying to find out if I should run out of here as an excuse. You know, I mean, that's all it was. It just became painful. Well, well we did the have the lobster. <laughs> lobster Johnson is a delightful character. But that's part of the problem. It was like you had a bunch of shit from the comics and you had a lot of it felt like it was just a lot of chopped up like this is from this story. Because the way Hellboy works is it would be like six issue miniseries with like a specific story that they would tell. And then the next miniseries would tell another story, and there would be some crossover, but not like a ton, you know? And this just felt like it picked from a whole bunch of those and just crammed them all into one movie Mm -hmm. with not much success. No. No, We had Lucha. We had Lucha at the beginning of this movie. We did have Lucha at the beginning of the movie. And it was glorious. We did. And it was like, oh, okay. If we're just going to be crazy and like bonkers and ridiculous, you got King Arthur, you got Lucha going on. You I'm got here for it. The campy as fuck Lobster Johnson. Like, that was great. So that was the one moment where I'm sitting there looking at him like, see, that's an actor that's just going, yeah, I'm getting a paycheck on this one. I mean, he or none of his lines were delivered with any sort of real emphasis. It was, I'm right, or I'm going to read this. And that's what I'm doing. <laughs> By the way, here's my claw. <laughs> so. Yeah. But he's a fairly prominent character in the comics later on. Gotcha. But, um, yeah. It was just, I was like, oh, okay, well, that's kind of cool to see. Not doing anything with him, huh? Okay. I, I mean, the total of two minutes of screen time he had I mean come on hey Thomas Hayden Church got a paycheck and that's all that matters good for him they did the whole thing where they explained why the Osiris Club people age very slowly and then literally nothing there was no tie into that to anything I mean I think it, I think the point was yeah we're gonna live forever and they kill him like 15 seconds later yeah it was all of them just a joke all of them but <laughs> Well, even them, like, turning on Hellboy was just like, oh, okay. Like, did was that necessary? It just seemed, it, it was a cul-de-sac. It was another plot cul-de-sac. It's like, this yep. is just, why are you adding on time to this movie? You could have been a taut 90 minutes. Yeah. And if that, that would have been glorious. They didn't even need 90 minutes for this shit. 
Oh, sorry. I mean, for this movie. <laughs> you might be able to cut what they gave us down into a, a decent cut. Do you think there's a there's a Hellboy cut out there? There might be. I'd be shocked if there wasn't. I mean, just give me the soundtrack. I'll be fine. <laughs> just give me like the the new stuff. I'm good. So tell us, Jack. What what did you think of the music selection? I mean, come on, man. You get these large, epic, orchestra-laden areas where they're trying to talk about all of this lore, followed by heavy rock, metal mixed in, and then... Bordering on new metal. Yeah. We were getting to the new we, metal we a little bit. We got a couple bit, of them. Where it was know. like, I see what you're doing, Hellboy. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it, it's so, once again, jarring going from what you're talking about where you've got all of the heavy metal rock type stuff or even uh-huh. just regular rock anything to lead you down with a he- or with a good lead guitar into these orchestral stuff just out of nowhere it's like pick one yes you gotta pick one it stick with the theme and they didn't i mean you even had it whenever it was the king arthur intros they're they're throwing guitar lead or your uh electric guitar at you which I don't necessarily have a problem with. I don't with. have a problem with that, but stick with it because later they've got the very same scene with the or with the changeling absolutely massacring all of these monks that have taken vows of silence, and now all of a sudden it's orchestral. You know, just you gotta stick p- with it. You gotta pick a theme. You stick it. Pick it and stick with it, because otherwise it's it's just a mess. Mm-hmm. Just make the whole thing muse. I'd be fine with that. Oh, I'd be hella down with that. Yeah. Or even just super cheesy guitar-like riffs. Mm-hmm. I don't need kickstart my heart at the end of this movie. Which I believe was in the trailer, if memory serves. Yeah, it would make sense. But they start that up and you're just like... I'm sorry. For what and for whom? <laughs> you know? Because you, like, I could see if like you had gotten me pumped throughout the entire movie... And then you hit me with kickstart my heart, but no, not not really at all. Just so, like okay. So I do have something I want to bring up here. Bring it up, Daniel Day Kim. Yes, is uh, Ben Di- of lost fame Di- of lost fame as Ben Damio, also as uh, Hawaii Five O, I believe. He is yes, um, his uh, character's description in uh, on Wikipedia is. A rugged Japanese-American military member of the BPRD. He didn't seem very American to me. No, he seemed rather British to me. <laughs> Quite. Um, now that's just a goof on Wikipedia, but uh, the, the thing I really wanted to bring up was, so Daniel Day Kim had that spot. Ed Screen was originally cast in the role. Who was? Ed Screen. Why do I know that name? Uh, Ajax. <laughs> Francis. He's <laughs> <laughs> all shiny and chrome. <laughs> but they got a lot of shit for it because in the in the uh, the comics he's Japanese American, oh, right. right? And uh, so he when he found out about that he bowed out. The, yeah, he bowed out. Good for him. Um. And, uh, well, but after I... seeing this, that noble jester may have just been, he actually read the script. He's like, <laughs> good, thanks. So the exit's here, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm just going to go. You guys have fun. Don't call me for the sequel because it's not going to happen. Bye. <laughs> Oh, do they want a sequel to this so badly, though? Yeah. Like, oh, guys. I mean, you got the ending. You've got the first stinger. You've got the second stinger. It's really very egregious when you think about it, right? Because the very end, they find uh, Abe Sapien, yeah. who uh, uh, was prominent in the first two movies, uh, portrayed by Doug Jones, voiced by Doug, D- Doug Jones in the second one, but voiced by David Hyde Pierce in the first one, um, for reasons. Um, and then what? The second stinger, you get more Lobster Johnson. 
yep. for reasons. And then they establish, at least in my opinion, I think it's that uh, Rasputin is still alive. Which, though, to me then makes really little to no sense because it's like, so you're just going to do Rasputin in the second movie? Because they already did Rasputin in the, 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 like the first Hellboy. Right. And I know that we're a reboot, but don't. Just don't. You're not going to be able to do that better. Just, just don't even bother. It did. Because I'm just going to be sitting there like, well, I can just go watch that. Yeah. Which I already kind of was with this movie. I did like how this movie, though, was a uh, historical reference to the movie. You know, Nazi. Oh, Nazi. Woo. Uh, get your feet off of Churchill's desk. Whoosh. Right to, er, right to a plaque Churchill. that right. says Winston Churchill. You know, even just the little thing with Sapien towards the end. You know, it had to be a brass placard to make sure you knew that it's going to be a... I mean... Also with those very prominently displayed uh, cans of monster energy drink. They're, they're dealing with monsters. We got it. Exactly. Very important. Very key. Is is that my Uber? Definitely was an ADR. Yeah. Uh, um, so one of... That that was pretty egregious in this movie. Is kind of those placements. Uh, another thing that was egregious to me was how the voice did not match Baba Yaga mouth movement. Oh, not even close at yeah, all. No. Yeah. I mean, it, from Jump, I'm watching it going. Did they translate this from a different language? Was this originally supposed to be in a different language? Very bad lip and they were er, And yeah. they were going to subtitle it? Because that's what it looked like. That's exactly what it looked like to me. Cause that would have almost been more interesting because Baba Yaga is a Russian like myth, isn't it? I believe so. So, like... I mean, the Baba Yaga. The only reason I know that is from, well... John Wick. <laughs> John Wick. But that almost would have been more... No, I don't even know if it would have been more interesting, but I mean, you had uh, uh, I, I assume Hellboy is versed in many languages because he knew Spanish at the beginning. Yeah. So why not? Why doesn't he know Russian? Uh, I mean, Who cares? And we had to get. Sorry, I have to jump on that one. We had to get the subtitle for Amigo. No, I think we got it. But yeah, thank you. I know exactly. I I don't know many people on the planet that don't know that one. Well, and like they're giving him Cuervo, yeah. Jose Cuervo. They don't have better tequila than Jose Cuervo down in Mexico. Fuck you. Bills on them. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wanna I wanna switch gears a little bit and talk a little bit about the visuals in the movie. Sure. In general, um, I mean we bagged on the CGI, but uh. I'm thinking more in terms of like just the atmosphere that's created or lack of. Yeah. I mean, because and that's the thing with Guillermo, especially in the golden army. I mean, there's just so much richness to the world there in this. It's just very flat. Well, that's the problem when you watch movies done by somebody like Guillermo del Toro, where they, they, put a lot of care into the art direction mm-hmm. and the settings like they they almost become their own characters even yeah. in um uh fuck the shape of water i mean everything has such character to it oh. you know and there's like a reasoning behind all of it and there's thought and there's there's care and mm-hmm. there's yeah it's not just all you know I whatever it's it's a fucking underground bunker who cares I think one of the things, too, is I've not watched anything whenever we went through the list on IMDb of which uh, videos, which movies this director has done before. We've I've not watched anything else that's on his list. And whenever we go through this real quick run through of Guillermo del Toro, you know, my mind immediately goes to guys like Tim Burton, you know, goes to guys yeah. like Zack Snyder. You know, they have a very distinct visual style. Wes Anderson, yeah. right? You, yeah. exactly. you know what you, you, what, whose movie you're correct. watching. And this guy, I don't have a background with him, for one. But for two, 
it did not seem consistent from start to finish, from scene to scene in some situations. It didn't seem anywhere close. Well, I have a feeling, too, this may have been a movie where the studio was very, like, maybe maybe do this instead. Maybe let's do that. You know, a lot of notes kind of fly in his way. Like, it didn't so much matter who the director was. Okay. Because Descent is a good movie. Descent is awesome. It's terrifying, it's suspenseful, it's it's fucking rad. And when you said like that off the list, I was like, mm-hmm. it's the same fucking guy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exceptionally depressing. Yeah, and, and that's the thing, you know, you go through somebody's catalog of all the stuff they've done and you watch through this film, it seems very disjointed. Yeah. You know, I mean, we have the scenes with Baba Yaga and it's a very dark bleak you know flat area which is very close to what we got at the beginning of the film with uh or with the king arthur scenes Mm -hmm. and i get that portion but that carried nowhere in the rest of the film the 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 weird the other really weird thing just like because you mentioned that this guy directed episodes of um like Game of Thrones and Hannibal right yep Hannibal is especially shocking to me I just recently rewatched that that show is so visually rich that it's shocking to me that he worked on that after, like, watching this and, like, that. Well, and he was covering uh, episodes in from 2012 to 2014 of Game of Thrones, which is right in the prime. That's the meat. Yes, that's, that's the Game of Thrones meat. Yeah, that's when you want to be watching the goddamn show, you know, but... I mean, whenever you look at that and you realize this guy's background, it doesn't gel. And I think that gets into yeah. your guys' statement of, you know, the studio getting a little too involved in this one. Yeah, it could be. Could be. Well, I mean, just just all the punch-up. Punch-up always feels like studio. Um, all, all, always. So, um, yeah, because yeah, you mentioned I'm, I'm, this, the Game of Thrones episodes didn't register with me when we were watching mm-hmm. Blackwater. Yeah. Huh? Yep. Like, dude, right. what are you doing? Yeah. What the fuck happens? <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that was the one on the list there that I looked at. I didn't say it out loud to you guys because I'm like, I don't want to sidetrack the this shit show already. But, you know. I said it. You guys just didn't listen to me. <laughs> Yeah, already trying to tune out and figure out how else I'm going to bag on this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how many times as we were going through it, we were just like... some Westworld, too. (laughs) Like, first season Westworld. Like, what what the fuck happened, man? (laughs) Sorry. There's just... There's no distinct style. No. Right? It's just very... It's you could have slotted anybody in to direct this movie, and it wouldn't have mattered. Um... I, I will say, like, the stuff with um, with Baba Yaga. The Baba Yaga. It, it felt like, it almost felt like a little Kojima-ish. Oh, you definitely see that. You yeah. know, like. I got it. <laughs> There's also a fun connection because they're using Guillermo's likeness in Death Stranding. Not his voice, though, which is going to be very weird. It will be very Also, weird. Mads Mikkelsen is in that movie. Oh, really? Who was in uh, that game, excuse me, who was in Hannibal. The connections. So connected. Pepe Sylvia. Pepe. I got boxes full of Pepe, Bob. Mads Mikkelsen is also a treasure. Has he been on Sunny? Oh, my God. They should make that happen. He was Le Chief. He could in be. Casino Royale. He could be Dennis's. Mass murder buddy. I'd be so down with that. You have no idea. <laughs> oh, you're into this too? Sweet. Cool. <laughs> I am looking forward to Death Stranding. That shit looks fucking insane. Yeah, it's one word for it. It was two words. Fucking insane. <laughs> it's a Kojima game. Of course it's going to yeah. be insane. Will you be able to play anything? Or is it just going to be? Well, they do have an easy mode, so people were very, very angry about that. Because <laughs> Kojima was like, Mads is a you know, movie star. We want people to be able to enjoy this if they're not gamers. And then the real gamers got very mad. That's how I remember Metal Gear Solid 4. Like, 
12 hours of cutscenes and 13 hours of total gameplay. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like maybe an hour or so of like you actually controlling the game. Yeah, I just remember watching cutscene after cutscene after cutscene, just enjoying the visuals and going, yeah, I get to play, right? Yeah, I get to play, right? Yeah, I get to, oh, I get to no. smoke a cigarette. <laughs> I honestly think I just watched a playthrough of that because I had heard that there was like yeah. no like gameplay. So I was like, oh, all right, cool. And I had to. I had to play it because the first three were just so damn good. Oh, those games are outstanding. Man. I need to go back and play those again. Sorry. Interlude. So- so I will say is um Can you tell how much we're enjoying talking about Hellboy? Ambitious <laughs> they were with uh lining up those stingers. Um still not as egregious as the Dark Universe from Universal. What was you the remember? one they did with that? The, the Mummy. Th- we yes, we have to watch that movie. You realize that, right? I don't think I can do it. The Tom Cruise movie. We, we, we gotta watch it. It's, I don't it, know that we can. We got I can't, it. It's, it's gonna be can't. so bad. It's gonna be so bad. We gotta try. We gotta at least try. We gotta try. Wait, I can't remember. Were any of you guys just absolutely against Tom Cruise? That would, that's me. Yeah. Yes, you do need to watch Edge of Tomorrow. Thank you. I've been trying to tell him that. I I do not like Tom Cruise. I've never been a fan of his movies, but it's amazing because if you aren't a fan of Tom Cruise, you enjoy the shit out of it because he fucking dies in so many different ways and he whines and you kill him again. Emily Blunt in that movie just kicks all kinds of ass. I don't like the ending. The ending annoyed me, but it's a good movie. You should definitely watch it. No, the the book is way worse. Oh, yeah? Yeah. We should watch The Mummy, though. It could be fun bad. Elusive fun bad, there, Bob. There's no way it's fun when bad. When was the Bob. last fun bad movie we watched? Was it, it Skyscraper? It may have been Skyscraper. There's, we I, wanted I, it to be the Meg, and it was not the Meg. I think because I think there's been kind of a Jason little... Jason Statham doesn't punch the shark. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. There's been we, a little bit we of went a... went tr- and watched Hobbs and Shaw, so that's... <laughs> You know, Hobbs and Shaw had its moments, but I felt I was more... Come on, man. Whatever they had... What was it? Four trucks trying to hold down a helicopter? I mean, that was fucking hysterical. Okay. That... Like, there's moments where you're just like... You just back up, bump, and all of a sudden where, where, where everything... Or the like hooks wrap onto the one behind Laughing like... Fucking, well, that was Roman Reigns throwing yeah. that. He's he's God personified. Well, um, see, throwing them's one thing. It's the fact that the next one up... Where he just abs- or he just bumps in backwards and the loops just hook on. That was the one that got me. I'm okay with a guy just standing there going, "Ugh," and it lands on there. Yeah, they're a little too that's perfect. That's fine. No, no, no. That that's fine. It's the fact that there's actually you know the possibility of skill. It's the other one where it just goes loop and just loops onto the back. Boop. That that stopped it for me. I'm like, I was definitely laughing more at that movie than with that. Oh, movie. Come yeah, on, he's Black Superman. No, Idris was amazing in that yeah. movie. <laughs> Idris is amazing in every movie. He loves him. And but we're very he, sad that he was killed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It you worked. can always come back in this universe. Yeah. yeah. You bring Idris wherever. Yeah, well, it's the thing. That's what prequels are for. We do also still need to watch The Dark Tower, which is also supposed to be hot garbage. There's good movies we could watch. Such as? And we could just go watch Fury Road again. I mean... I'm always up for that. <laughs> I'm still hooked on Into the Spider-Verse. I have to, like, oh, pro- glorious. probably once every two weeks. And now that I've got my daughter into it, she wanted to watch Spider-Man again. Nice. Like, yeah. It's like, you get into Miles, and, you know, I'm starting to get into the situation where every time I'm watching it, I'm like, how am I going to quote this today? <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't watched it on the TV, and then we watched it uh, over the weekend, and I was like, oh. Okay, fun. let's do this one last time. And that's where I've been hooked for the last couple weeks. <laughs> uh, John Mulvaney is Spider uh, Spider Ham is just <laughs> is he in black and white? <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Oh, that I remember sitting in a theater and just being like, "Is that Nicholas fucking Cage?" You know, what was supposed to be fun, bad, and was just terrible. Hmm. Mandy. Yes. Yes. I don't know what that is. 
Nicolas Cage movie. Um, very sort of... What you call it? It's a trippy movie. Yeah. Trippy, a little psychedelic. Didn't quite get there for us. But it had been built up as, oh, it gets there. And there's parts of it where you're like, oh, fuck, here we go. And then it just kind of... It's very disappointing. Yeah. But no Nicolas Cage in this Hellboy movie. Um, no, Nicolas Cage was not in this <laughs> Maybe that's what it needed. Yeah. Which is a missed opportunity. Maybe he should have been Lobster Johnson. Oh, man, that would have been great. But then you would have wanted more of him. That's fair. And you would have been disappointed about that. Uh, that's what sequels are for. That I could actually. Hey, we're not getting, a, to a, sequel. not getting a sequel. To this. I no, would look forward no to a sequel with Nick Cage being her being Lobster Johnson. <laughs> yeah, you were. We're not getting a sequel. Man, I don't think it made nearly. Yeah, no. Pretty sure it was one of those big flops over the summer. No, it came out in like. It said 2019. I thought it was early in the year. Yeah. Yeah. I want to say like March or something. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. But, uh, yeah, you had to avoid summer this year. What you had, like, with the with the, what with your end geez. games and all that shit. Oh yeah, there was no money between May and July. <laughs> every weekend, it was a big blockbuster. The fact that anybody made consistent money through all of that is impressive. Have you gone back and rewatched Endgame? Out of curiosity. No. Okay, I have a friend, Sass, who went back and watched, and she was like, a little rougher the second time. I believe it. I, I definitely. I mean, they pulled a lot of because remember, everyone loved um, Infinity War, and I was kind of met on it. Uh, I felt like the ugly duckling, but I think what Endgame did so well was really play that emotional card with Tony, and that closure to the story that I think works really well on a first viewing. But once you're kind of past that, now you're going to start picking it apart. And oh, for sure. See, and But that's if you're going there watching and hoping for the ending of Tony Stark's arc. I'm not. Stark. Where's my arc, Polly? <laughs> See, Where's my arc? I'm going to watch the end of Cap's arc. That's what I'm going for. And that, I thought, was the reason to watch and that. And we were sobbing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That wasn't the hardest I've cried in a movie theater, but I was crying. Oh, there. man. Whenever the uh, whenever Mjolnir moves over. Oh, that was yeah. really shit. I can do this all day. That, that has become my go-to. Anytime I'm getting rocked on a week, one of those situations where you just have it a really bad week. There's been a couple of those recently, and it's just, you know, they're like, you okay? It's, I can do this all day. <laughs> Aw. Oh. Which reminds me, I have to post that fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> all comes back around. To Pacific Rim fan fiction. <laughs> so, should we probably come to an end on Hellboy? Probably, because we're really movie. not talking about no, it. Anymore. No, no, no. We're now we're just shooting because we got to a point where just we didn't want to watch Hellboy. I didn't want to watch Hellboy about thirty-five minutes. Ago. And to be fair, Amazon was doing all it could to have us not watch. It, that Hellboy. is fair. <laughs> it was so. like you don't want to do this. Are you guys sure? Really, you're really sure? sure? You're sure? You're Are sure? Are you sure? Say, Amazon, thank you for trying to look out for our better, or our better mental Be health. Thank you, we Jeff got Bezos. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want we don't want him to get too big ahead. Here, this muttered, "You're welcome." <laughs> <laughs> um, don't don't go watch this. No, hey, hey, we are whoa, not done. Whoa, 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 whoa! You got two people oh, here, no. friend. No, we are not. Robert. Where does this fall on the hot dog scale? Um, this is going to be. You see that shit? I know. No this thought we were gonna forget. Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a. Uh, this is your cheap, uh, supermarket brand hot dog that you nuke in the microwave 
for way too long. And then you have to put like 10 pounds of ketchup on it just are to be palatable. Are you even it though? Or are you just standing in front of the fridge and eating it cold? No, no, no. Oh, no. See, if you ate it cold, it would be more pure. Okay. And it would be more enjoyable. Okay, okay. And what has happened here is it's been neglected. It's, oh, it's been, a neglected dog. Yeah, it's an angry dog. Well, that's absurd. And you have to, or you have to, <laughs> and, but you don't throw it away because you have to, it, it's a hot dog. You got to eat it. You got to eat it. it. You got to eat it. Uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to get in the middle of that. Oh, uh, no, it's okay. <laughs> I would not recommend this at all. No. Go back and watch. Um, if you were going to only watch one Hellboy movie, I would say watch The Golden Army. This is the perfect movie to take somebody on a first date with if you don't ever want to see them again. And you tell them, this is the best movie ever. <laughs> see, this will make them go away. <laughs> and you don't even have to break up with them. <laughs> you don't ever have to call them again because they won't call you back after this. You're like, you really liked that Hellboy movie. Yeah. And if you or, and if they do call you back, lose their number. Run. <laughs> Who is this? <laughs> no, no, you're way, way off. Yeah. Click. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, no, don't watch this. Oh, this yeah. it's 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 not worth it. it's the two hours. There's too much good stuff to watch. There is. There really is. I mean, once again, I think we've mentioned several movies throughout the course of this that you could go watch and just enjoy way more. I'm well, if you if you want something in this genre, um, obviously Hellboy Two, like you said, Erica, uh, Golden Army. Um, well, and if you're looking for something that's kind of like horror, blood and guts, go watch The Evil Dead. Yeah, you know, I mean. And that's gratuitous too, but it does it well, mm-hmm. you know. Whereas this, just like I said, it felt childish, right? Like, look at me, I'm swe- I mean, I can say fuck. Well, okay. and if you want okay. something lore heavy, go watch go- Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. But if you want something where somebody's saying fuck and blasting a lot of blood all over the place, just go watch Deadpool. There you go. That's what they're trying to make fun of. That's what they're trying to enjoy, but add their own Hellboy twist on it. Fuck that. Go enjoy a real movie. Yeah, it's really an amalgamation of, like, the, the wrong lessons learned. Your Deadpools, your Guardians of the Galaxy with some of the licensed music. Yep. Uh-huh. And it's just like, just do your own thing, man. Yeah. Just do your own thing. So are we going to brave the incel army and go see Joker? <laughs> um... I'm well, that's one I'm legitimately thinking might get shot in the theater for, so I may stay home. Uh, I, I, what I'm, I'm curious about that movie. Uh, but I don't have any desire. Like, I'm curious from like an academic perspective. I'm perfectly content to wait until it comes out on yeah. Blu-ray. There's nothing. There's nothing about this movie that makes me want to watch it, though. Like, I have no. I have no desire for another story in that universe necessarily. Certainly not right now. Um, I everything I've heard is Joaquin Phoenix is does a phenomenal job, but um, I don't know. I just don't have any interest in it. A Batman movie or a Joker movie without Batman, I'm just kind of like, right. I need. Jack, where do you weigh in? I mean, I'm sitting here thinking about... I, I would like to go see it in the theaters. One, it's always nice to see that sort of movie on a big screen. you know. And the way it's been talked up and the way Joaquin Phoenix uh, goes through the motions and he's he's already been shown to really be into his character. This one in particular is interesting because it, it, it always draws comparisons to other Jokers of the past. Well, and you can't not. Yeah, right? and, and you're not going to get past Heath Ledger until uh, you're not going to for a while okay it's going to draw comparisons i mean we'll see i heard it got like standing ovations at what was it, the venice film festival or whatever the fuck yep. so yeah you, you might see an oscar nomination uh, and, from it we'll see and obviously there's the social aspect that a lot of people are talking about right now there's a lot of heck even the political aspect that people are concerned about you know of the safety of the people and the uh the situation where you're prioritizing or you know kind of showing up this 
marginalized people or at least perceived marginalized people so and that's another portion that people are leaning into for me i'm, I'm interested in the story you know i've the story of the joker has been interesting from the beginning it's one of the more interesting characters that shows up in the batman universe universe as a whole so just seeing the portrayal seeing the spin because there's been multiple changes to uh the joker throughout the decades of Mm -hmm. comics the decades of movies the decades of shows i mean you've got you know some of the greatest actors of all time portraying this character and just seeing another take on it and the way they shoot it i'm interested mm-hmm. i'm interested i don't i'm leaning towards going and it's just more the fact of if it fits in the schedule what else is on your radar right now not a lot i mean i haven't been paying much attention to it stuff's been a little crazy in her in the household so you know frozen 2 <laughs> 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 that's that's what i'm being told we're going to go see you know, um, other than that, right off the top of my head, I'd have to look through a list to give you an idea. Well, we do have a big release at the end of the year, of course. Are you sure? Yes. You sure? I'm drawing a blank. There's a Star Wars movie coming out. Ah, uh, yes. There's yes. a reason why I was saying, are you sure? The last Star Wars movie, if you'd believe that last trailer. Yeah. But no, no, we have the uh, Game of Thrones guys are going to ruin their own trilogy, so... Yeah. Uh, I'm curious what what's going to happen with this next Star Wars movie. There's no universe in which we are not going to see that movie. Oh, no, no, no. Of course we're going to see it. You're um, kind of required to. Maybe not right away, but we will see it. Well, last time we tried to see a Star Wars movie. Well, some of us had gastrointestinal distress, so we couldn't get to the theater. Um, <laughs> multiple oh. times. It's a little upsetting. There's Abominable. I want to go see that another one of those or it's coming from it's a dreamworks uh, animated one right? yeah it's right off of the folks that were doing uh how to train your dragon series and now that that's done so yeah, i'm trying to think because it too just came out and i did want to watch the first one and i heard uh, uh bill Hader is is pretty good in the second one it's rambo last blood that's just such like a sad mm-hmm. like last gasp of that franchise like no thank you i'm good angel has fallen is already out what's coming soon Uh, maleficent yeah i'm good thank you mistress of evil another terminator movie oh that's right i forgot about that this one's back in cameron's hands right yeah is he directing or is he just producing it's got linda hamilton in it that's right linda fucking hamilton we are waiting in the wings for you. Judy, Midway, Doctor Sleep. That's actually a sequel to The Shining. The oh. Adams Family, animated. It's got Oscar Isaac and Charlie's Theron attached. Maybe the fact that it's not live action and you got Oscar Isaac is kind of a shame. Yeah. Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Really? Yeah. Doing that again, huh? Yeah, well, apparently they. Or I was noticing they had tickets for a double feature. You watch the original Jay, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back and then the Jay and Silent Bob Which reboot. I'm pretty sure I saw very inebriated in the theater. Yeah, well, I mean, you kind of needed to be. I'll look back on that and go, yeah, it was enjoyable. Hey, I enjoyed it back in the day. Though my favorite super inebriated uh, in the theater story was when I went and saw the Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie. <laughs> Opened that theater and your face melted off. It was amazing. I was like, wow, they're, they're just not even trying, huh? Sweet. I Why had... did we bother on the way over, guys? <laughs> like, that was pointless. <laughs> that was a waste of money. Dolomite is my name. Interesting. Eddie Murphy, Wesley Snipes. Oh, I thought it was a movie about the Dolomites and some hermit that goes and hikes the mountains. Bummer. <laughs> I'm looking for anything interesting. Evidently, nice. Eddie Murphy's making a comeback. Good for another one. Yeah. Good for him. Attempting. So. And Wesley Snipes getting into doing movies a, again. I think he's doing a stand-up again. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. there it is. Zombieland Double Tap. Uh, I don't know how I feel about that, Jack. Oh, I'm going to go see it. We're probably going to end up seeing it, but that first one is just so perfect. It really is, and that's the reason you got to go see the second one and see how bad they fuck it up. 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> Did I ruin it for you? No, no. I was just <laughs> fantasizing about the uh, opening of the first one where you get Hell's Bells going with the, the super slow mo and the guy on fire and. <sighs> no, for whom the bell tolls, it was yeah. not Hell's yes. Bells. Yeah. Excuse for me. Whom the bell tolls. You should get that real good Metallica intro. Yeah, the, like the, good Metallica. Yeah, I'm legitimately. I've got all the way to like November, and it's just still. I remember looking at the the movie roadmap for the year, and the latter half of it was a lot of like older stuff that we wanted to catch up on. Well, now we're in video game season, as far as entertainment goes. So, Indeed. Uh, you know. Also, yeah. catching up on shows. Well, yeah, you got Fire Emblem: The Three Houses. Take that. That's. 60 hours and I'm not even through the first playthrough and there's at least two other playthroughs coming because you got three houses to play as ha from the name <laughs> the uh, Borderlands just came out what of course that's a movie that's a, that's a movie I need to finish my Bioshock playthrough that's fair we've got I'm almost done yep all right, should we wrap it up? I mean, sure. probably should have like 20 minutes ago. Yeah, but. probably. <laughs> Just like Hellboy. <laughs> Hellboy sucks. <laughs> Hellboy 2019 sucks. Don't fucking watch it. Uh, thank you as always, ladies and gentlemen. We appreciate you joining us. Jack, thank you for joining us for this Anytime. one. Uh, please go check out the other Team Puma Knife podcasts at com. Follow us on Twitter. I think we have an email address. I don't fucking know. But uh, so we will talk to you next time, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us. Bye. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>